think so. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. He's the titular world! In the sense that, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Hello, welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide if we let it through our gate. Hello, Sam. Hello, James. Have you been threading? No. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not getting on threads. Oh, you're not even going to join? No, I couldn't be bothered. It looks bad. It's and everyone that I've spoken to, I mean, there's one friend that we've been, like, discussing it in depth, and I'm just like, I can't. You've can't been discussing it. threads in depth? Yeah, just, like, the pros or the cons, what? weighing up the options. Did um, you, like, have a meeting about this? We had a meeting of the minds, what as some might say. <laughs> no, no, we were just, like, talking about it, and, we were just, and they were like, oh, like, it seems dumb. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's, um... I don't need, like, Instagram people on Twitter, you know what I mean? That's the big thing. It's like, everyone's just like, pineapple on pizza, what do you oh. think? I'm like, I don't need on. Alicia from high school, like... Yeah. I don't go to high school with any girls named Alicia, I don't think. <laughs> Checking myself there. But, like, that vibe, you know? Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, I... Even, even, like... Because I guess the thing about Twitter that's good is that, like, if there's something happening... Oh, it's discourse. You know, it's discourse. But but to, to use our topic today as an example, like, Speak Now came out. Yeah. And it's just, like, again, like, people I used to work with, like, you know, ages ago, or people from high school being like, this is great. There's <laughs> <laughs> no like, critical thinking applied. <laughs> well, no, it's like, you know, Twitter's, like, fun. And it's yeah, like, it's silly. And, like, you can put, put like, reaction videos. And, yeah. like, it's very, like, if you know, you know. It's, like, it's, a, it's a second language, almost. It's, it's a second language. I mean... Like, it's oomphing. It's inch bowling. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> It's, yeah, people on the thread still, um, GAF. Like yeah, they, they are losing the IDJF wars. And also, they, they don't, they haven't integrated GIFs very well. Like, oh. in my opinion, um, the best type of tweet is, like... Song lyrics. Song lyrics with a GIF. GIF. <laughs> no, but it's, like, the GIF is related oh, yeah. in some beautiful way. But it's, like, but it's also, like, not too on the nose. It's just, like, it's this brilliant... Like, if you can... Do you know who my woman is? I put the lyrics to Define Gravity from Wicked, and then I posted that GIF of Jerry from Succession, and she's, like... <laughs> <laughs> the one of her on the boat? No, yeah, I think yeah. so. She's got the hat on. <laughs> like, imagine explaining you, this to a normal person. <laughs> when you can marry up those two things, that is like lightning in a bottle. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's all like that. It's about a shared language that, like, the normal people of Instagram simply don't have. Like, they don't have that gif of, um, from Scream 4 of Nev Campbell um, shooting Emma Roberts. Like, turning oh, around and yeah. Shooting I thought you were going to say the gif from Scream Queens of Jamie Lee Curtis and, like, Skylar, whatever looking it is, looking at each other. <laughs> Yeah, they don't have that either. So, Threads is a flop. I mean, I haven't figured out even what to say on Threads other than, good morning. <laughs> good I morning, good morning. I tweet a good, uh, sorry, I thread a good morning thread every morning. Um, and then I just kind of leave it at that. Because I'm like, what more is there to Do say? Do you have much interaction? Because you're a prolific tweeter. So, like, I need to know if that has yeah. um, transcended over the threads. Um, yeah, I guess so. Getting a little bit... Um, 
Also, I need Instagram to fuck off. I keep getting notifications and it's just the same, like, so-and-so has just posted their first <laughs> thread. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. We Tell need- me if somebody liked my photo or go home. They're saying we have to have you. We need you on there. I'm not good at Twitter. Like, what, what makes it anyone think I'd be better at threads? Maybe threads will be your big platform. This will be my big break. Finally. I'm going to go viral on threads. Yeah, good luck with that. Anyway, threads. Well, we saw a movie last night. We did, um, together. Joyride. Joyride. Really fun. I didn't mind it. It was silly. It was girly. It was like a great cast. Like Adele Lim's screenplay I thought was really fun. I honestly, so the first half hour, I was like, I'm going to leave. I was really not enjoying it. I was like, I'm not laughing. The comedy's pretty like... Uh, what about when she kicked the kid off the slope when she like punched the kid in the I knee? mean, yeah, but I was like, you know, it didn't, it wasn't real to me. It's like this yeah. kid saying fuck you. It's like this 2010 humor of mm-hmm. like, oh my God, a kid saying fuck you. Yeah. I'm like, come on. I but I thought know. it got better. Like, I think it progressed really well and it was really like, I think it was integrated the humor and like the heart of the story, especially with um, the main character who was played by Ashley Park, like coming yeah. to terms with like her identity and stuff. I really, I thought it was cute. I thought it was a fun time. I don't know. I it think did... I, I gave it four stars, which was probably a little bit generous. Four is insane. But I was going to give it three and a half, but it was definitely more like 3.75. <laughs> so in that count, up, I would cut. round up. You know what I mean? I, I, it didn't get going. For me, until the train scene, and then... Oh my god, with um, Portia from Search Party. <laughs> yeah, I like the train scene, and then the, the scene after that, when they're in the hotel, and it's cutting between the three sort of... Sex four, scenes. sorry, events. Um, I thought that was really funny, but other than that, I was like, Jesus. Like, I don't know, it was not there for me at all. I liked it. I thought it was fun and silly, like... Yeah, I think because I didn't have like any expectations. I was like, oh, this was just like a fun movie to see on Friday night with like my girlfriends. You know? I mean, yeah, I didn't have expectations either, but it's like, come on now. I don't know. Okay. I expected more from a movie in general. Yeah. I, I will say um, Stephanie Shu I thought was brilliant. In Stephanie Shu. I know, obviously, she's like Oscar nominated, but yeah. she is a genius in this. Like, yeah. Um, she's hilarious. <laughs> These theater girlies, they're turning it out. They're turning it out. Yeah. Um, Do you know I saw Stephanie Shu on Broadway in SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical? How was it? Um, fine. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical is like really weird because like a lot of like annoying theater people are like, it's actually really brilliant. Oh, and I'm like, right. is it? It's like how gay guys do that thing where they pick a terrible movie and they're like, this is actually really good. Yeah. It's like, like the like, idol. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is actually I didn't really finish good. that. I, um, I've been so slowly watching the final episode that. I, and I didn't finish the last episode, but I've got like five minutes left of the part of I just can't do it. Because so she doesn't bad. die in the end. I thought that was like the whole thing. Die? I thought like, because it was like set up as like this like in the hills, like Manson cult. And she was oh, like the Sharon yeah. Tate. And then they had like, in the first episode, they made like three allusions to like Sharon Tate. And then they showed like yeah. basic instinct. And then in the second episode, there was like when the weekend bought all of his like friends. And then he had like that little squeaky foreign girl who was like yeah. running around naked. I was like, Oh, she's going to die. Yeah, He's going to kill her. It was very mansy, but, um, I think like that would require them to having think. some sort of point of view or mm. like substance in the show. Yeah. It's so fucking bad. I guess I will I'll finish. say though, um, world-class dinner forward slash I'm a freak has made its way into my most played songs. Yeah. Listen, let's hop throw the whole show away except for, um, uh, Moses Sumney's pretty hot in it. Ah, uh, Moses Sumney. Rachel Sennett having sex with Moses Sumney. That should be me. Period. And Trace <laughs> Vaughn getting shocked. 
Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, yeah, he gets shocked. Don't uh-huh. act shocked. Don't act shocked. <laughs> uh, um, Your anyway. bills have been affected, young twink. <laughs> <laughs> we need um, Sam Levinson's bills to be affected. Oh, oh God. He needs uh, a new job. He needs a new job pronto. Working for Boss's CEO for $6.11. <laughs> anyway, we're here today to talk about Speak, Speak Now, now Taylor's version. version. Um, now, this is a pop culture event. Of the highest magnitude. A Taylor release? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not for this one. I don't know. I I, I have a controversial opinion. Oh, God. Here I we think go. As much as I think the re-recordings are, like, a really good idea, like, take ownership of your work, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Great idea, Taylor. Um, They don't hit as hard as the originals I think Fearless was really good yeah but I found Bread especially the production on like the pop tracks on that was like not as good and this one I listened to it and I was just like oh yeah I disagree I really obviously like Fearless Taylor version and Red um yes like you know things like 22 um, yeah that stuff I mean I, I thought overall the production was better but it was more her voice sounded a little straight a little strained yeah like she had like 22 I'm yeah. like oh um but otherwise really enjoyed it and you know I think like read songs like State of Grace and obviously like oh, all too like, well I think it really benefited from her her mature voice. voice yeah yeah um and you know I think it was also great she did s- some some different things like with um, girl at home she like completely reworked that oh yeah, yeah yeah I think the vault kind of like the vault tracks from that were were great um you know kind of like extension of red yeah exactly I think red like I love red is my favorite Taylor album I think be yeah. serious I, have you met me <laughs> I have a fucking Phoebe Bridges tattoo <clears throat> I have I'm sad girl I listen to Apple. like of course red is my favorite Taylor Swift but album you're sad girl you know it's like folklore everyone's right there yeah but like you went there when Red was out, like Red, not Taylor Swift. I'm like, you weren't, it's, you weren't fighting battles. You know, like one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs is like the last time. Oh, come on. That's... I remember when we went to that Taylor Swift night actually. And oh, it was like, I think it was just after the Red re-release or something. Mm-hmm. And we went and I like was screaming my lungs out. They played the last time. And then this girl next to me just like grabbed my hand and we were just like screaming at each other and no one else. Like Die. y'all were just It's a bad there. song. It's so good. You don't, you don't get it. Here we go. Here we go. James's classic line. No, it's like, it's terrible. She just wanted to make like a, you know, Grey's Anatomy. Let's not get too in the weeds on Red. Anyway, um, yes, that's can, not what we're here to we talk about. We can be here all day. We're here to talk about Speak Now, which I always felt was, um, a bit of like a dark horse in her discography because I, I think Speak um, Now is so good I, I like the album but I think um like people it's like I mean to look at where it sits in her album so we've got yeah. like debut which like not many people still listen to I would say like it's not uh, Tim un- McGraw hello <laughs> oh, picture to burn I'm not saying it doesn't have the classics but I'm saying like when we look at ta- you know it's not on the set list for eras at all no um, it's it's just like not in the public conversation um, yeah. and then fearless of course that's when we get like mega hits that still persevere like you belong with me love yeah, story that's when the Taylor Swift kind of emerged. The Taylor Swift. The Taylor Swift. The Taylor Swift emerged. And, you know, we had, like, the Grammy win for Best Album. Yes. Like, this is when Taylor Swift was starting to take off. Yes, and, and it, she kind of found her own sound with Fearless. Like, debut is very... Country girl. Country. You're gay. 
<laughs> but then Fearless, she kind of built her own path. The songwriting was more apparent on Fearless. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as you said, one album of the year. So it kind of like, and you know, songs like Love Story. Timeless. Timeless and huge hits. Oh, huge. Mega huge. Mega major huge hits. And then, and then I think Speak Now isn't that much of like an evolution of her sound. Like, yeah, you- I think it's more, it kind of solidifies where she is like at that time. Like she's like building upon Fearless and like that, but it doesn't really differentiate too much. No, it's still very country. It's country she- young girl. Yeah, she hasn't really crossed over into pop. Um, I mean, mind you, she was like 21 at the time or whatever. When she younger, wrote. like a 1920, yeah. just one year. Yeah, 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> She's from the 1920s. Um, yeah, and, you know, between Fearless and Speak Now, like she becomes ridiculously famous. Like she was obviously already big with Fearless, but, you know, we yeah. get the Kanye incident between the, the two The Kanye incident, albums, my lord. Um, which, you know... made her like she was famous but like this I think that really like if you didn't know who Taylor Swift was you did after that everyone knew about you know it was the biggest thing in pop culture like it was one of the first like memed things do you agree that that Beyonce should have of course yeah yeah. I mean look not to rehash not to rehash this but yeah it's like the single ladies video was one of the best of all time exactly (laughs) (laughs) but you know even Obama chimed in on this incident like it was huge yeah it was national global news it was global news yeah. <laughs> um, and so she then she comes out with Speak Now. And, you know, and it's also like another thing that happened b- between things like her dating life. And I think Speak Now really can, like went public. Like this yeah. is when she became like new boyfriend every week, Taylor Swift. Like, you know what I mean? Well, you know, in the eyes of the media. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Exactly. Not but, in my eyes. Yeah. Because, you know, Fearless has like um, some songs about like Joe Jonas and stuff. But um, you were going to say Jojo Siwa. Jojo Siwa, yes. Who was what, two at the time? Oh, literally. <laughs> but, you know, this is where she's dated like Taylor Lautner, John Mayer. Like she's Taylor had a, Lautner. F- a few more oh, celebrity exes yeah. now. Um, and Speak Now, very much like she gets into it. She's, oh, yeah. she. This is changes from like vague things about like oh this could be about this is yeah. and then it's like no 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 this she, is about you it's this the, about Dijon Dijon <laughs> Dijon <laughs> I'm gonna let you know that's so funny to me and the sound imagine if I wrote a song called Dear Sam Dear Sam <laughs> it fits it fits, it fits. <laughs> Dear Sam <laughs> um you kind of need that ju- like to kind of yeah. like differentiate. Just am. <laughs> um, and speak now. The sound of it is a bit more like rock chick. Yeah, she's got like a. It's got a bit more like varied influences throughout the album. Mm, the album. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know what to mean until I've had my morning coffee. Let me tell you. No, um, it's the like. Oh, what's this? Like, um, the story of us has got like that punk rocky girly vibe. Yes. Like, not punk rock, like at all, well, but no, like it's, it's got like, that like heavier guitar. Yeah. Like, doo, doo, doo. yeah. No, I can totally see, you know, like Paramore, Evanescence mm. influence on this. Yeah. Um, Are you a Paramore girl? No, I like, I've listened to like Misery Business and yeah. like the, I love Misery Business and like their hits, but I haven't. Are you going to their show? Um, I didn't get a ticket, but. Did I'm, you try? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but I would like to, but I was just like, I had PTSD after the eras. I was just like, I need a break. Yeah. But yeah, no. God, yeah, you couldn't go through that again. Uh, 
I've been finding the Great Wall. But again, I will get a ticket. Yes. So any yes, gatekeepers, any gatekeepers have any spare tickets. I had a realization the other day as well. That, do you remember how I was telling you about the girl that I watched get the ticket at work? Yes. She bought two. Oh, and I was looking for two. And James. I didn't think to be like, because I, I don't really know her. Like, she's just like in my, like, she like sits near me. Right. And I like, I didn't think to be like, oh shit, can I get two? James. I know. I know. You were really off your game I this know. day. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, but also with Speak Now, I think we get um, we get more sort of like, okay, so Fearless, I think she is capturing like what it's like to be sort of like 15 yeah, to 17. Yeah, when you're 15. Yeah. Well, somebody yeah. tells you they love you, you're going to believe it. And it's about kind yeah, of no. like growing up, obviously. But then Speak Now, it's like, okay, she's I'm had- grown-ish. I'm like coming into my own. I'm kind- and it, it very much focused on like you know like her ascent to stardom and like yeah. being perceived in the public eye and like becoming a woman she's had some real relationships here that yeah. have like fucked her up yeah. like in the case of like John Mayer mm-hmm. um, but she's kind of writing from a much more mature standpoint and where 15 is uh, sorry when um, Fearless is kind of her being like I'm a little girl yeah I'm a little girl I'm growing up I'm having my you know first heartbreaks yeah. Speak Now is kind of like I'm more of a woman. I'm like pissed off. Like she's mm. pretty pissed off for a lot of this album. Oh I think. yeah. She Which came is, on this mad as hell. She really <laughs> did. Um, and I think like, I mean, to, to talk about the tracks, like what are some of your favorites on this? Well, um, dear John, mm-hmm. um, I, I do like the title track Speak Now. I know that's like a divisive song, but I do like it. You're not it. the kind of girl. I think Dear rude. John and Enchanted and maybe Back to December. That is kind Back of like... Back to December. Those songs really persevere for me. And I think that's some of her best in her discography. What about Enchanted? Didn't I say that? I'm pretty sure I did. I don't did. know. I'm you said Dear John, Speak Now, Back to December. And Enchanted, bitch. Mm-hmm. You got to listen, listen. I listen. Um, what about I'm, Haunted? I don't like Haunted. You don't like Haunted? Oh my god, relax. Um, Don't like haunted. Well, like, I. So, the part of me that doesn't like treat. I, I don't think of Speak Now as like this classic cohesive Taylor album because I think it's got a few sides where you know stuff like Enchanted Back to December like the ones that I named they're um, either like ballady or they're more poppy but then mm. stuff like Haunted is is that that rock sound she's trying on like this punk type but like, I think it works because it kind of like goes through a variety of I still think it's really cohesive. It's a whole oh, not to say it's not cohesive, but I, I think there's still... It takes you out a bit. There's a few ideas she's playing with. And, you know, something like Haunted, she's she's going further towards this rock sound that she doesn't really pick up again, mm. uh, which is that Paramore Evanescence yeah. influence. And that's not... I don't love that from her, to be honest. It's, it's you know, like angsty and yeah. it's very of its time, but stuff like that, it doesn't like... Doesn't hit for you. It doesn't really, no. Okay. So Haunted is one of your favourites. I love Haunted. Like, my favourites, I'm just, like, re-looking at the track list because um, <laughs> I can't think. But, like, I love Haunted. Enchanted is probably one of my favourites as well. Yeah. I mean, Never Grow Up. Yeah, I don't mind Never Grow Up, yeah. I do have a really soft spot for Long Live. Um, <laughs> I know it's, like, corny, but I think um, when, when I was, like... I think I might've been like 14. My friend like made a video of like us for our birthday and like put long live on. And like, it was really cute. And it was like, I think it it just reminds me of like that time of my life. It's um, like, 
it's quite an achievement for this to be her cornier song. Like, oh, this is a woman with yeah, some corny songs. Literally. It's, but I think it just reminds me of that specific time. Like, I, can, like, I don't love it, but I'm like, it has a soft spot for me. Okay. I'm like, oh, that reminds me of like when I was 14 and like hanging out with like this specific group of people. Right. Yeah. So, um, you, Speak Now is also a concept album. Oh, uh, yes. A concept album about uh, confe- consisting of confessional songs, mostly about love and heartbreak. About things not said. Exactly. I think she said each song is like a, you know, a letter to someone or Mm. it's, you know, like... Do you remember the, um, I don't, we, so... You're, I always forget, you're a late adopter yeah. of Taylor Swift, yeah, okay? Yeah. So you weren't there, like, when Speak Now came out. No. And in the album, like, the, the lyric booklets, there was, like, certain letters capitalized yes. that, like, made a... I know about this. Yes, yeah. of course. I mean, it was doing the rounds yesterday. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. she do it again? No. No, 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 but, oh. like, the original was. Right. Well, yeah, and in the liner notes, she is... Like, like, for example, um, the story of us, I think the liner notes say like, this is about this award show where I was seated. Yeah. Okay. It's not this huge message, but she, she's saying like the liner notes say the award show. And then, you know, you see pictures you from that where she's sitting two seats away from John Mayer. Put the dots together and. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't hard though. Yeah. It wasn't hard. She wasn't quite being a mastermind there. Uh, she is insane. <laughs> but, but it is insane. Like, and I, I wonder if, um, she regrets being so open about who these songs are about because I I don't think so. Well, but it's a very like 20 year old thing to do to be like, you know, this is my diary. Here you go. It's about John Mayer. (laughs) This one's about Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Like, and she doesn't do that anymore. Really? Like she stopped doing that. Yeah. But I think you can, well, I mean, cause she's like settled down with Joey and like, it's all about Joey, but now it's going to be about (laughs) other things. But even red, she's not being as, as clear about, this is about this person, that person. But it's all kind of, we all know. Well, oh, we all know, but speaking now, she's telling yeah. us. I get you, I she's get you. She's being explicit, very yeah. explicit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so to go through the album, like, um, I quite like mine. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> drop I mean, everything now. Like, I think that's so fun. Yeah. Um, and I... That's Speak Now. No. No, bitch. Meet me in the pouring rain. That's not. Oh, Sparks Fly. Yeah. (laughs) I was like. Mine and Sparks Fly get confused for me. That's ever been mine. Yeah, I do like those two opening tracks. Yeah. Um, And it's a good opening. It's like punchy and Uh, whatever. Yeah. Was that. I'm going to keep talking. But my little complaint for Taylor's version is that on mine. Sorry, what am I talking about? No, oh, Sparks Fly. Yeah. I, it's not like, I mean, to get it out of the way, like it, I, a complaint that I feel like I'm going to have consistently throughout the album is that like, she doesn't sound the best. No, and I hate yeah. to say that because it's like, it's, she's kind of set herself up to fail. Or, well, or that's maybe, the thing. It's like, you're recording these albums from like almost like 10, 15 years ago at yeah. this point. Like your voice doesn't sound the same. Like it's not. And especially, like, for the girlies like me who, like, grew up on Taylor Swift and are, like, so familiar with yeah. the album, it's kind of like, oh, It's kind of an impossible ooh. task. Yeah. And obviously it's not fair to hold to her. Like, obviously no, she can't absolutely. sing like she could when she was 19. Cause- but Patti LuPone can. <laughs> when she did the Evita um, performance at the Grammys, she sang it in that original key. Wow. Like, 40 years <clears throat> later. <clears throat> but she's theatre trained. She's theatre trained. Taylor Swift is not. Well, she was in Cats. Oh, she was, she was cat trained. <laughs> she was cat trained. But yeah. Have you seen Cats? 
the movie. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Of good, course. Good, good. <laughs> I saw it when, for Taylor. When are we going to get the Taylor's version of McCavity? I wonder if she'll do McCavity's it. McCavity's Probably not. The mystery cat. <laughs> She's saving it for her Melbourne show. <laughs> oh, that's going to be the surprise song. And that's why I need to get a ticket. I'll kill myself. <laughs> um, I, I some, some part of me hopes that she does London Boy. Yes. I know she won't because she'll do it in London. London but yeah. <laughs> Go ride in my scooter. But like, I wonder if she brings out Idris Elba just to do that bit. Oh, I'd die. She brings out Amal. <laughs> what? Amal Torrance. <laughs> to be British. The London boy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, my, but to Sparks Fly, like, I feel like her being like, the, on Taylor's version when she's like, drop everything now, it's not like punchy enough for yeah. me. I don't know. It's She's coming in at more of like a, I'm saying it. I'm trying to sing, I'm you know. I'm hitting the notes. Whereas Speak Now, I, I was kind of like, she's like being a, a girl. And she's girl. like, she's well, like, drop everything now. And I'm like, done. Done. Meet I'll do it. Pouring rain. Done. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. You guys going to cross this? <laughs> yeah. I'll meet you in the pouring rain. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And then like, by the time on Taylor's version, when we get to back to December, I was, <laughs> I feel mean, but uh, like when that came on, I was like, it sounds like she smoked a pack of cigarettes and was like, go, we're singing back to December. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it wasn't giving for me. I'm so sorry to yeah. say. Did, did you notice this? It's a bit more husky. It's a bit more grounded. <laughs> it's, it's pretty you know, husky. That vocal fry was out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do you think Taylor smokes? No. Well, there's a rumor that she does smoke, but she hasn't publicly been open about it because she doesn't want to promote smoking to her fans. Of course. But then I wonder if she's she could also be one of those that's like, I have to protect my instrument. I do not smoke. But then she yeah. looks like she smokes. She, I reckon Taylor would smoke. Yeah. It's, like, she's hanging out with Matty Healy. Was. Oh, God, yeah. There, there was a rumor that someone who worked with her once saw her smoking, like, on tour. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> do with that what you will. Need to have a cigarette with Taylor Swift, Under Taylor Joy, and Dorit Kemsley. <laughs> like, Whoever that last one is. But let me say for the record, allegedly, because I don't want her to sue me. Allegedly. For one dollar. For one dollar. For defamation. For one dollar. Um, Are you friends with Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to December, who it, it's about. So back to December is also very important because it's, I think one of the first Taylor songs where, where she like takes, not takes the blame, but is like acknowledging that like I was in the wrong here. Yeah. Like a big, I, big, she's a lady now. She's a, making big mature decisions and choices and yeah. explaining like, you know, she's breaking hearts. Exactly. And you know, this is an idea that she comes back to, um, probably not until like, um, folklore, I reckon like where yeah. she's being like, you know, like, I, and that's, why I think folklore was quite a, like such a revelation in, in terms of her like narrative. It's cause she was really digging into herself and yeah. being like, you know, I've done these things. Well, maybe lover where she's like the archer, mm. like, Oh, what a song. Oh. I've been the archer. I love the archer. <laughs> I'm usually the prey, unfortunately, but you know, but she's, I'm neither. I've never, <laughs> you'll never like... find myself in a situation. <laughs> No situation whatsoever. I don't want to be in a situation for even 20 minutes. <laughs> we need to, like, yeah. Oh, anyway. No, I'm, say it. No, I was saying, like, we need to, like, use the phrase archer and pray more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so evocative. When she sings that on the ears, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to bring so a bow and arrow. Because, again, 
I'll have a ticket. I'm going to bring my arrow and shoot whatever situation ship I'm in at the time. Because <laughs> you will be in many. From across the MCG. Because <laughs> I'll be in many. <laughs> I'll have to bring a few arrows yeah, to Yeah, let one. me tell you. You're going to be I'll like, be like Kat- Katniss Everdeen. Yeah, when she shoots Julia Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. Got um, you. But Back to December is, of course, about Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner. Her Valentine's Day co-star. Uh, and um, she... Because even in interviews, she was being so open about these songs. She said, yeah. um, this is about a person who was incredible to me, just perfect in a relationship. And I was really careless with him. So this is a song full of words that I would say to him that he deserves to hear, Aww. which is sweet. When and is somebody going to say back to December towards me? <laughs> what were you doing in December? Um, <coughs> You're in New York, weren't I you? I was. You should have had a fling there. You could have gone back I to tried. December. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I said, I'm going to find me a man and I'm going to stay here forever. (laughs) The December situation ships, they hit hard, they hit hard. Oh. But she also said um, that she wrote this song in an airplane bathroom on like a paper towel. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Also, I could like bang on the door. Like, what what are you doing in there? She is shitting the house down. (laughs) Taylor comes out and is like, pee. She's like, oh, sorry. I I was writing a song in there. That's why it took so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was writing a song. Sure, Taylor. Sure. But you know, do you reckon she was on her own private jet at that point? It doesn't, probably not, right? Because mm. if she had to go to the bathroom to write the song. Yeah. She, she was, was just like, there's too many people. She's like, I need a moment. She was on Jetstar JQ 517. <laughs> like, From Mel to Sid. The tiny bathroom. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like Back to December. Um, and then we get Speak Now, which which I get it's like kind of an annoying song, but I do like it. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. fun. It's silly. Which is also, do you know the story behind Speak Now? Is it about Hayley Williams? Yeah, Hayley yeah. Williams went to the wedding of one of her ex. Which is very James Howe coded. <laughs> that would involve me having an ex, though, yeah, wouldn't it, Sam? <laughs> but but then Taylor, as she loves to do, was like, "I'm going to write a song about that from your perspective." I'm gonna, yeah, that was like her first foray into like not writing from her own perspective, like which again is like very folklorian of her. It's very folklorian. <laughs> oh yeah, so poor Haley Williams having to do that. Her, yeah, who attend the winning of her ex boyfriend and ex bandmate Josh Farrow. Ooh, whoever that is, he was I in Paramore, know. I think. Yeah, well, yeah, it's bandmate. Yeah, she could have been in another band. You right. Um, and yeah, still, if we're talking about Taylor's version, um, I'm still not like totally. There's not huge differences between the versions. I don't think. No. I will say overall, the mixing of Taylor's version, I didn't love it because I think her voice is a little low in the mix, mm. or or like there seems to be like a kind of more expansive production in general yeah and so it is kind of like richer but i think her voice gets a little lost lost and i guess on the original she has got like a higher voice so it's kind of differentiating yeah. from the instrumentals a bit I okay look at me we're, we're um sound engineers music, music production um, <laughs> we're pitchfork zane low is that his name oh my god yes i'm him let's get him on <laughs> is he south african or something i think he's australian what yeah, because oh. I've listened to a few of his interviews and I'm always like, whoa, whoa. There's nothing worse than like hearing an Australian accent in like in a, in a not Australian setting. It's horrible. He should come on the podcast. I reckon he could. To talk about music. To talk about the women that he's spoken to. <laughs> I, re- I love that Lady Gaga interview for Chromatica. Oh my God. She's yeah. like, I have mental issues. <laughs> 
He's done some fabulous <laughs> interviews, really. He really the has. The interview was really cool. Hats off to him. Yeah. If he's listening. Vamo, <laughs> if you're listening, reach out. The master. He's the king of he's music. He's the master. <laughs> he's the master. Um, we love him. Um, anyway, what, <laughs> what the fuck? We love you, Zane, if you're listening. Um, shout out to you. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, yeah, I think her voice is just getting a little lost in yeah. all this, which is a shame. I think she used a different engineer or whatever for mm. this. Fuck, I don't know. Um, but then we get um, Dear John. I don't think I'm going track by track, but I'm just kind of like picking whatever. Picking your favourites. Yeah. Picking- Dear John, I think, is one of her best songs. Yeah. Um, I think this also... What is somebody go- Okay, no, keep, keep going. I was just going to say, I think this pushed Taylor into like... She can write this huge... It's kind of like a precursor to All Too Well. Well, it's very important as well to note that this album was entirely written by Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift only. Yes, we didn't mention that. like, she was getting a lot of critique because, like, of course, she was a young girl. They were like, what, can she do it? Like, she's getting all this help from all these people. Yeah, she doesn't write her own music. Exactly. Which is shit that still... She still gets thrown at her. And she sat down with the president of Taylor Swift (laughs) Incorporated and said... Let me do this. And she wrote the whole, and she was like, you know, like I was on tour and like in the tour bus and like I was completely alone and I just had to like write it and finish it. And I did. And like, which I think is really interesting because it's like, she's still, um, it's almost like self-conscious about the fact that she did this to, as kind of like a fuck you to the people that say she doesn't write her music because she's not even coming. Maybe she did, but from, from when I read it, it's, she's not coming out and being like, I did this to prove you guys wrong. She's, she kind of makes an excuse where she's like, I was just on tour. I had to write it all myself. But I think it, and I I think, um, maybe until the re-release, I think a lot of people who maybe like became Swifties post like 1989 or whatever didn't realize people might even be in this room (laughs) well no but it's like like people who didn't look back and see that you know Speak Now is entirely written by Taylor Swift except for one song on the deluxe edition oh what's that um I forgot which one it was great yeah Good chat. Good chat. <laughs> Great. But um yeah, I think Dear John is where she okay. her maturity as a songwriter comes through. And she this is where we see her ability to tell this incredible story over like a six minute song yep. and it's evocative. It's like a, a searing takedown of John Mayer. Oh, absolutely. It's like she fucking came on his neck. She said, fuck this man. Like, I'm going to kill him. You know, I lived in your chess game where you change the rules every day. Uh, like, you paint me a blue sky and, and whatever. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's incredible songwriting. And I, I think this this would be like top five Taylor for me, I reckon, dear John. What do you think? Okay. Give me some of your like all time favorite Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> oh, look, I mean, it's hard, but like, like come, give me like five that come to mind immediately. I mean, um, Blank Space, obviously, Auto Well, that's a bit on the nose. Blank Space, August, um, Style, Dear John. Um, that's the ones that like immediately come to yeah. mind, but like, that's kind of like when I think quintessential Taylor, I think of those ones. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, me, Shake It Off. <laughs> 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 no. Superman from Superman. this. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, no, mine are probably like um, the last time. Shut up. Um, Epiphany, I love. Oh my god, you're picking the worst ones. I'm a, uh, Epiphany, chop. No, Epiphany, so chop. good. Folk called perfect album except for that song. No, chop. no, 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 no. Keep you going. Don't get it. Um, 
would have would have should have has like really oh, yeah. like got up there yeah um, the sequel to dear john really. exactly exactly yeah. i mean enchanted i love right um okay there's like no pop taylor here yeah but like yeah <laughs> i think one you can't talk about taylor without you know yeah, she's written I, some perfect pop songs no she has but i I lean think, more towards her like sad ballads because that's course. what I do as a person. That's true. I, but like, no denying that like me is one of the best pop songs ever. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I think something like Blank Space like oh, perfectly encapsulates style, who she is. As Wildest an Dreams, New Romantics. Yeah. Um, you just picked the whole. You made me do. <laughs> well, honestly, yeah. <laughs> look what, you made me do slap. Honestly, it works. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Dear John is like oh, Cruel Summer. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, I don't think we get all too well. I don't think we get like, like this is such an important stepping stone in her, Into her like artistry. Yeah, yeah. It's we don't get anything. Like the game would not be the same if there was no Dear John. And it's she's also fucking funny for this because when it came out, obviously she's kind of being like, this is about this person, this person, this person. I mean, it's so on the nose. To, she's never put the name of the man in the yeah. song title, and you know she's she's still being kind of coy where she's like, oh, you know, a Dear John letter is like a thing. Yeah. And John Mayer at the time came out and was like it's embarrassing to me. Like, I didn't know this song was going to be on the record. Like, um, he's, and he like, he said he was humiliated. He said, I will say as a songwriter that I think it's kind of cheap songwriting. I know she's the biggest thing in the world. I'm not trying to sink anybody's ship, but I think it's abusing your talent to rub your hands together and go, wait till he gets a load of this. (laughs) That's bullshit. Like, whoa. Whoa. Which, you know, it's just like showing your ass. It's like, you're obviously a piece of shit. It's like, like if there even was some ambiguity to be like oh like maybe it isn't about John Mayer but he came out and said I am this is uh, how dare she how dare she <laughs> but and then, it's like oh you did this well that's the you thing. could have just kept your muff closed <laughs> and we could have been none the wiser but you know what the funny thing they put this to her and they were like is this about John Mayer and she said how presumptuous <laughs> It's, she said, I never disclose who my songs are about. It's called Dear John. And she's like, what a loser thing it's about him. I could never. John? John who? It's about, I would never. I, I, like if she, that's what you think. She is hilarious for this. Um, yeah. I, and I think Dear John paints such an evocative picture of like the kind of emotional abuse that he must have put her through. Oh, yeah. And I know like I'm being annoying and being like, you know, he must have done this to her but yeah. like I think something happened I think it's well yes I'm gonna get to the bottom of it for her to still be talking about it on would've could've should've in oh, midnight it's yeah. like and you know she was 19 he was like what 30 something mm-hmm. like that's off yeah like we know that's off we know <laughs> trust and believe we know that's clearly so not okay and yeah it's not a consent thing but it's like he's clearly in a position yeah, to like, an old man yeah. yeah, old man. Yuck. Yeah. And also, I didn't, because I didn't know much about John Mayer's discography, but um, she's kind of like emulating his guitar style on this, yeah. which I, I never really knew. Like, I don't really know much of John Mayer. Yeah, like, yeah. so the kind of like... Yeah. That's like a, apparently like quite a famous John Mayer thing that he does. And he's she's so... She's hilarious. <laughs> and she's got a song... Sorry, he's got a song called Gravity, which this sounds a bit like. Oh, okay. And did you know he, he sort of wrote like... Um, response oh. do you know paper doll no i don't he, it's kind of his so people think it's about her but yeah, he has said it's not about her but 
there's a line he says like you're like 22 girls in one oh. um, and he references the sky line like he says uh, some yeah. line about someone painting you a different sky oh. so you know it's pretty like but yeah. he's kind of being like you know you're a little crazy in Paint Doll <laughs> you're crazy you're <laughs> yeah. crazy you're crazy um, he must be taking a beating right now well didn't she come out at one of the concerts and yeah. was like I'm don't send hate to this person. Yeah, she was like, you don't have to abuse someone for someone you something you think happened when I was 19. Um, but, you know, it's like... And then I'm, he posted something please yesterday. Please be nice. And it was like, please be kind. <laughs> good luck to you. Oh, good luck to John Mayer. It's funny that that is the first time she has ever come out and said, do not send hate to this person. And you would think she would do it to, like, Jake. Because well, it yeah, sounds think- like he's worse than Jake. Yeah, literally. I like. I think it's just because, like, maybe she didn't expect it to, like, blow up as bad as it did. What? Like, all too well 10-minute version. Oh. <laughs> maybe she did. How she could was, she not? It I went know. number one. Like, she's... <clears throat> maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's, um... I yeah. think maybe because, like, Jake Gyllenhaal could take it. Oh, you reckon? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's, like, more he's disconnected. More, yeah, John Mayer yeah. seems like he needs to be liked. Yeah, and John Mayer, it's, like... I think Jake Gyllenhaal can, like, let it roll off his back a little bit. And he's like, yeah. whatever happened, happened. He's got other stuff going yeah, on. He's John not so he's, but John Mayer's, like, sad, like, indie. I don't know if he's, like, an indie singer, but, like. I don't know. He's, like, and it's dear John. It's she's like, hold on. All right, guys. It's <laughs> funny. She's got certain exes that are, are fine in her books, like Taylor Lautner. And um, she dated one of those, the Kennedys, what's the name? Was oh, it? um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. John. That's what Denise. Denise Kennedy. What? That's the name of my, one of my high school friends' mum. Denise Kennedy. Who is that? I just I don't know. Whenever, I don't know, whenever I don't know any names, I'm like, oh, Denise. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. Like um, the, the Kennedy. That's like she wrote Begin Again about him. Like yeah. some of them are just pristine in her. You yeah, know, they've they've done nothing wrong. Yeah, so, and maybe Tom Hiddleston. I think he's oh my in God, the Tom clear. Hiddleston. That was insane. I heart TS. Oh my god! Also, we didn't mention she had another Fourth of July party. The Fourth oh of July god, parties yes. are back. Oh she just posted god. this week. It was like the Himes and Selena Gomez. Work. <laughs> Somebody like quote quote tweeted it and was like, you know, there was just so many. We needed this on this night. Honestly, me. We needed this. We needed this. It's, is that 1989 Easter Do you think? I mean, that they were. It was very red. Her her Fourth of July. Do you know her famous? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's where Tommy doesn't wore the famous I Heart oh, TS course, shirt. Oh, of course. Oh, God, there's so much to cover. Anyway, Dear John, and then she, it's kind of like a one-two punch because she goes straight to Mean, oh. um, which I love Mean. I think it's great. <laughs> mean is corny as fuck. But, you know, it's on purpose. Like yeah, she, it's, I know. It's almost like a parody of a country song. Yeah. But again, on Somebody purpose. Somebody said that Mean has done more for LGBTQ rights than, like, any other song, and I was like... <laughs> Um, well, that would be You Need to Calm Down. No. Yeah. Oh, no, that's what they said. They were like, Mean is a better LGBTQ <laughs> anthem than You Need to Calm Down. Mean. Another one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs, which like I forgot to mention it up top. <laughs> mean is so good. Like, it's. So, you, do you know the backstory about Mean? Yeah. Um, the journalist came out and was like, talking shit and she was journalist honey blogger blogger worse Bob Lefsetz he said so she did a duet with Stevie Nicks at the 2010 Grammys the Grammys and it was not good they performed Rhiannon and yet she was a bit off key (laughs) (laughs) it hasn't been it wasn't amazing and then Bob Lefsetz who has like a a, quite a um, influential blog about the music industry Mm -hmm. said she couldn't sing um 
And so she wrote this as like a, you know, a fuck you. <laughs> um, and I think it's great. And it, it's kind of mean. Like she's being mean in the way that only like teenage girls can be mean, where yeah. she's like, you're pathetic and you're probably like drunk at a bar. Yeah. You, oh man. <laughs> I'm going to be singing in big old city and you're going to be like, Mean. mean like it's she funny. did that it's well i think <laughs> she did i think honestly she, she really did because i think it's like it's she's doing it in the way that only teenage girls can destroy someone where it's like you actually can't say anything back once she's oh, been like you're literally. a liar and pathetic and a loser and a drunk mm. like she just like Period. <laughs> and you know you're a liar. she looks amazing in the music video oh, she yeah. performed it at the grammys and she, she she won that was the best country song oh yeah she yeah, did yeah, yeah. and uh, her performance at the grammys where she's like so i'll be singing this at the, the grammys, grammys. <laughs> oh um i think it's amazing <laughs> um and yeah music video starring joey king ah oh, joey king yeah um, star of many things the act <laughs> well the, <laughs> i think um she might be in a music video for taylor's version there's <sighs> there's rumors that um one of the vault tracks what's that one that's like good <laughs> from the vault no 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 um it's like is it me, when emma falls in love no no, no which no. we oh, need to discuss i can see you there's a rumor that i can see you is going to have a video and joey king will be in it oh cute. you know i can see you we'll I, discuss it yeah but. Um, because you, do you remember those like leaked photos? Of yeah, her? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Joey King was on set for that. Ooh. So you know, throwback. Interesting. Whatever. Um, yeah, she ended him. And oh, jeez. Sorry. This is again. Um, <laughs> this is um, you know, dear John and Mean. It's this side of Taylor that we haven't seen again, where she's being like, fuck you guys. Like, because she did become this lightning rod for everything in culture. Yeah. So she's, she's really coming out as like, you know, don't fuck with me. Fuck with me, fellas. (laughs) Don't fuck with me. I'm Taylor fucking Swift. Yeah. Which I think is great. Powerful Um, woman. But you know, and then Bob left sets who the song is about responded on his blog and he was even more of a cunt. He was like, um, but he said she still can't sing and isn't it time to start acting like an adult? Um, Taylor got to live out her adolescent fantasy, referring to Fearless. Yeah. Um, can she now be a woman at singing about womanly issues? I mean, Joni Mitchell ultimately sung about the human condition, contemplating suicide in Song for Sharon. Is Taylor Swift going to grow grow up? <laughs> Where um, is Taylor Swift's Song for Sharon? Right? Isn't that so weird? He's like, she should sing about suicide. <laughs> what? Maybe. <laughs> She should sing more rap killing herself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a mature song. I can get into that. Which get... it's so obtuse because it's like, you know, she has. <laughs> what? It's so obtuse. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for using vocabulary here. Um, you, yeah. You know, she's got something that's like Dear John. It's like she's clearly mature. She's an adult. Yeah. And she, she is singing about like womanly issues, yeah. whatever. Um, I guess I can never use the word obtuse on this podcast <laughs> no, here again. It's just so out of pocket. Sorry. <laughs> Um, obtuse anyway um, yeah so that was mean and then story of us we kind of covered uh, which is yeah I, I like story of us yeah it's fun crowded we're not <laughs> like it's fun it's a fun yeah. story yeah. fun chorus whatever fun story and you know, this is her, about her the, the whatever with John Mayer yeah um, never grow up I like oh love never grow up it's a sweet like yeah it it's reminds me of like um, today was a fairy tale type thing. Oh my god, like, today was a fairy tale. Now that's a classic. <laughs> it kind of is. Where's the Taylor Swift version of that one? Wait, isn't it? What? Out? 
<laughs> it's Taylor's from Taylor's. Taylor's. It's from Taylor. <laughs> Fuck. You idiot. And Dang. then we get Enchanted. Woo. One of her best. One of her best. One of her best. One of her best. Let's talk about it. It's just so beautiful. Like the build up and the, oh, like it really like, it's got a, such a strong feeling to it. And like, I really, right. I'm dripping your water everywhere, doll. Um, yeah, well, yeah, don't give a peek behind the scenes of me drinking my water down my... <laughs> and, and yeah, Enchanted is, it's kind of like Disney. She wanted to call the album Enchanted yes, originally. Thank God she, uh, I think, I think Speak Now is better. I yeah. Think, because it was Scott Boschetta who said, like, let's move away. Like, you know, the From, album... From, like, the fairy tale imagery, like the young girly... Yeah. Girly and, pop. And the album has more of a mature sound, so I think Enchanted is kind of like... And, like, it, Speak Now can, like, be seen as, like, her, like, speaking now and, like, writing her own songs and, like... so true. Coming into her own. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, Enchanted, one of her best. Also, so Enchanted is about the guy from our city. She met him and she was enchanted oh, to meet yes, him. Oh, yes, 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 of course. Um, and went home and wrote this because it was kind of, it seemed like one of those things where, you know, everyone was like too shy to, yeah. to say anything. And then the song came out and he wrote a well he covered the song oh god <laughs> as a response and it's one of the most honestly embarrassing things <laughs> i've ever like it's so cringeworthy let me play you a bit isn't that terrible i would kill myself and it, it's in that you know, our city, city style. The outro is even worse. Your eyes, ten million fireflies. <laughs> the the outro is even worse. Let me play that. And I just wish you knew, Taylor. I was so in love with you. <laughs> yeah, it's so gross and ew. Like that's embarrassing. You as a man. I know. Saying, Taylor, I was, was enchanted to me. Yeah. It's disgusting. And I don't know how old he was, but it's like, leave her alone. You are old man. She's a little girl. You are pushing 40. <laughs> I would assume. Even though she wrote the song, I'm like, leave her alone. She I mean, was just like living in a little like, fantasy. Like she didn't require your response. The, <laughs> well, you know, the funniest part, she did not respond. <laughs> She was like, and you know, fair enough, because clearly this gave her the ick. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, how could it not? It's so cringe. Yeah. She was like, I was kind of more into the idea of you than yeah, you. Yeah, like it was just like an idea. Like yeah. it was just a moment, a moment like, in the woods, if you will. It was fake. All yeah. That. It was, she said it was actually a joke. It was just a song. I read that as a joke. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah, so I mean, she's queenie for that. Oh, she, <laughs> and I mean, she is in Mr. L City is queenie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gross. Uh, um, okay, and then better than revenge. Um, we have to address. We have to address the elephant in the room, the lyric or the change. moth in the room, if the you will. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. There's a few songs in my life that you know. I'm a feminist. I love women. <laughs> Say that. Um, you know. Yay, women. But there's a few songs in my life that for the three minutes that that song plays, the feminism in my brain just goes off. It's put on pause. It's put on pause. Yeah. Those songs include Stupid Girls by Pink. Yeah. Misery Business. Misery Business by Paramore. And Better Than Revenge. Better Than Revenge, parentheses, original version. Yes. 
Um, slut shaming version. Slut shaming version. <laughs> I so this is the first time she's changed her lyrics in mm. the re-recording thing. So mm-hmm. for those who don't know, the line from Better Than Revenge, she's better now for the things that she, she does, does on, on the, the mattress. mattress. Whoa! She changed that to he was a mop to, to the, the flame and he's holding the matches, which is like uh, oh, she doesn't God. roll off the tongue. I'm like mop. What are you talking about? Mop. <laughs> I, I feel like she based it around matches and mattress having to kind of like yeah. line up. Like every time I've listened to this, it sounds wrong. Oh, it's really like off-putting. I mean, I, I get why she did it. But like... But I think it, it wasn't the way to go. Yeah, it's not like... Yeah, no, ew. It's so it's, gross. I mean, I imagine... And this speaks to like something in, in general about the re-recordings that... I wonder what the process is like for her because yeah. she's recording music she made when she was a teenager. Yeah. Like y- y- you must have an element of looking back at and cringing. Oh, absolutely. At, at what you wrote. So, and I imagine this is what's happened. She, she's kind of like, um, you know, this was before Lena Dunham, like taught her about fem- oh, feminism. Feminism. <laughs> um, so, and, and you know, she's gone through stuff in her life. Oh, absolutely. That like, you know, she, was slut shamed so viciously, which, you know, not, I think her age then, I don't think she was, it was as bad as she would go through in the future. No, absolutely. So, so clearly, you know, all that has like shaped her experiences. And, and I think that's probably why she doesn't want to re-record that line. Maybe but it's fun. Well, yeah, it's fun. And also and like, it's like all its time. And like, I think you can look at the song. Like, I think, Actually, that might be a bit too broad, but I was like, I think people have like enough critical thinking to be like, oh, this is a product of 2010. Well, the yeah. times were different. And like, it's not like, it's not that bad. Like when you think yeah. about it, it's not like this bitch is a hoe. <laughs> it's like. But also, you know, to speak to that, like um, to talk about misery business, like they didn't perform that for a long time because it, it became, well, they, they kind of like, well, Hayley Williams was like, I kind of cringe that I wrote that, yeah. but you know, they do it now yeah. because she's like, I've got enough distance from that where, you know, I can see it's of its time. Yeah. The fans like the song. We kind of understand that. That's the thing. It's like, it's people are not, I mean, some people are, but like, I don't think people <laughs> are stupid enough to be like, Taylor Swift is a bad person. They're like <laughs> putting this lyric, like blah, blah, blah. Well, and I think either way, like, sorry, um, I think either way, like, there would have been criticism. Yes. Like, it would have been like, oh, she didn't change it. She, like, supports, like, taking down women or, like, yeah. she did change it. Like, she's conforming to, like, the feminist idea. Like, no, 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 no. It's kind of a lose-lose situation. Exactly. Um, but I can't wait for the eventual re-release of Speak Now with <laughs> less slut shaming but. version <laughs> included. Like how we bullied her into releasing the Lana Del Rey. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Like, I, I hate to say this, but overall, I think I'm sticking with original Speak Now. <gasps> Controversial. You know, because Better Than Revenge Line. I will say, the Taylor version production of Better Than Revenge, she fucking knocked it out of the oh, park. Yeah. I'm like, this goes She had so to make up for something. She was it, like, I'm not including the slut shaming. Let's make this a fucking banger. I honestly think she did do that because it's like, we have like the kind of phone call um, vibe bits that are kind of like hitting harder. Like the drums. I'm like, man, this fucks. Like it's so good. But I'm afraid. I don't think I can do it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, 
Uh, my thing in general of it, like, you know, I think her voice suits the songs more on the original. I think she sings them in a more kind of like raw way. It's just like, it's capturing the like early 20s, like, yeah. Uh, fall Late from Grace. Not fall from Grace, but like coming into your adulthood and yeah. like that really important transitional period for her and it's like it just doesn't feel as authentic now yes and it's like it's just doesn't hit as hard I don't know and also um, not to go back to Dear John but it really bothers me in the beginning where she's like um Okay, the, you know the line, my mother accused me of losing my mind? Yeah. On the original, she's like, my mother accused me. But on the new one, she's like, my mother accused me. Oh. <laughs> Have you noticed that? She's like, me. 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 Instead of <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a triggering word for her now. Also, so funny that me is not on the set list for Iris. Like, uh, it was her lead single. And she, even she's like, yeah, that was bad. I'm Do sorry. Do you think now that um, this version is out, she might, like, spice up the Iris set list and add a few more? Yeah, I did wonder that. I, to be honest, I hope she doesn't. Because I think, like, she's got Enchanted on there. That's probably the only one where I'm, like, if I'm thinking, like, Taylor's hits. Yeah. I wouldn't take anything out of eras to put in something from this album. Yeah. Unless it was maybe Dear John. But, like, I, I don't know. She, I get why she, that's She does not, all too well, doesn't she? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So I'm like, I don't need to hear it. Like, if I were to pick one from here, I would pick Enchanted. Would yeah. you swap anything out or, like... Um, I think... This is just, and I know you don't like the song. Well, not don't like it, but like <laughs> imagine like haunted in an arena. Like that would go off. Oh yeah, I can imagine her like. Actually, you know what? Yeah, it would fucking go off. Exactly. I would be on the floor of the MCG, like yeah, pounding my fists on the ground. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I think the back half of this, like, obviously Long Live is like, it's kind of like this song for the fans, I think. Oh, yeah. And, you know. We will be <laughs> And then I, the last one I kind of wanted to mention was Innocent, which is about Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a funny thing because, like, I guess all eyes are on her to, like, respond to what happened at the VMAs. Yeah. But she writes Innocent, which is her being like... It's it's from a very like forgiving mindset. Mm. She's kind of being like, it's okay. Like it, it can come across as condescending, but yeah. you know it's not the intention. No, exactly. Yeah, thirty two. It's still growing up now. <laughs> like that's kind of rude, but like uh, look at. I mean, look at them now, though. Look like, at them now. God, the Taylor Swift and Kanye of it all. We could do a whole episode on that. We really could. I mean, you know, the VMAs thing is an incident that still defines the two of their oh, exactly. careers. And it was, you know, like nearly 15 years ago now. Yeah. Um, God. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, she's the biggest artist in the world right now. So <laughs> she came on top. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of insane. Like, I was thinking about this, like, Speak Now Taylor's version is like her biggest debut in, right. Like I was reading some reports from yesterday, and they were just like, "Yeah, like it's absolute midnights." What? Like in terms of like debut, like first day streams right. on Spotify and Apple Music as well. Yeah, and it's just like insane to me how big she's become in stuff. Like she's always been big. Yeah, but like she's become insanely huge over the last yeah. like two years, and I don't like it. Because it's hard to get tickets. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. I think it's just like it's fucking crazy. I mean, what happened? Folklore. Like, yeah, folklore winning album of the year, and I guess I don't that- think it was like I don't think it was a winning album of the year. I think it was like 
the return to form and I think paired, I think it was just like oversaturation. Well, I think folklore brought in a lot of people who wouldn't normally listen to her music. Yeah. It, it brought in a lot of like, um, you know, dads listen to folklore yeah. because it's like, she's, you know, she was referencing like, you know, bringing like the national and, yeah, and, exactly. and like she was bringing a very big indie audience yeah. that she it kind of like not, um, I can't think of the word, not like validated, but it was like, yeah. oh, like she can actually do like music Absolutely. that isn't like pop girly. Yeah. Especially after 100%. like following up from Lover and yeah. like her pop releases and stuff. This was like a really transitional time for her. And then I think her doing um, like Fearless and Red, like yeah. that kind of reignited this big fan base that yeah. maybe hadn't listened to her since then. Exactly. Like that kind of brought them back and was like, yeah, like love story fucking slays. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, but yeah, she, she, it's, it's ridiculous really it's how big she is. Yeah. And I, um, we have to talk about the vault. Oh um, my God. Do so we, do we, electric touch chop get rid of chop, it honestly electric yeah. flop electric chop electric what's what she thinking it's yeah. so stupid it's, it's so yeah. corny um I mean when Emma falls in love about Emma Stone and Kieran Culkin yes oh my god <laughs> um yeah it's um, it's a weird song it's like if Cleopatra grew up in a spot <laughs> did you see um that jay smith cameron (laughs) she quoted photos of um kieran culkin and emma stone (laughs) and was like gosh i remember this because they were dating when we did kenny's play the starry messenger (laughs) together in nyc i remember meeting emma backstage in between shows one day like i love jay smith cameron that's another dream podcast uh, (laughs) if we get jay smith cameron on we are talking exclusively about Margaret. <laughs> oh, I didn't know she was in that. She was. She's the mum in Margaret. Wow. She plays Anna Paquin's mother. I think um um Julie Louis Dreyfus had her on her podcast. Oh, so not to plug a competitive plug. Oh. <laughs> not to plug a competitive podcast. <laughs> Julie Ellaway, come on, come on, get taping. We shouldn't give her the promo. She should give us the. Pro- oh, we can do an yeah, We can do an Nicole Hollison episode. <laughs> <with Julie laughs> so um my highlight from the vault or slash the only one that no, I the only listenable song listen to is I Can See You yeah do, do you like have you registered that song really honestly I haven't I the the songs was kind of they all kind of blended together for me and I like I've listened to the vault songs maybe like two or three times now but I Can, I can See You was probably the that strongest really one stood out for yeah. me because it being like a sound she has not used really before yeah it's like um I, I don't know it's good yeah <laughs> I think the vault tracks compared to the ones that were on um the other albums are just not as strong like, I would agree I think um should have kept him in the vault you know I, what I mean I think so except for I Can See You yeah exactly um like, uh, looking at, like, the Fearless Vault tracks, like, Mr. Perfectly Fine. I think all the Fearless Vault tracks are exceptional. Yeah, and, I like, the them. Red Vault tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the And also Timeless, the last song, is bizarre. Timeful. Maybe it's not Timeless. It's, it's not Timeless. <laughs> it's, uh, it's her being, like... If we, it feels very like, I wish we were in the 1950s drinking milkshakes and going on dates in the drive through like drive in. I'm like, this is so weird. She's like, what if we were like, you were going off to war and I was at home waiting for you. Like, it's so weird. It's very Taylor in that she's like, yeah. it's like, I'm in the antique shop and I'm imagining that we were in love in all these different time periods. But it's off to me. Yeah. But I can. It's very s- like, but again, it's very off Taylor, like. 
that time for Taylor, like 2010, it's like romanticizing, like yes. whatever the fuck. My thing with I Can See You, um, which, so like, I, I never know with the vault, like if she's lying, because obviously with um, All Too Well, 10 minute version, she lied. Like she, <laughs> she was like, I wrote this at the time and I just was riffing with my band and I just kept singing. And you know, the 10 minute version just came out of me and I wrote it on the spot, which is like, not true. Like it's certainly not true. I think, I think, some of it is true, but there was definitely some um There's a shred of rewriting and oh, recrafting before and, it was released, you know. And yeah, that's my thing with I can see you. It's like I'm like, she was what, nineteen? And this is a very like horny song. Um oh, yeah. and, you know, horny Taylor songs, there's not many, but like there's good some really yeah. good ones, like False God. Yeah, dress. Um, what's that other one from Reputation? Um, so um, it goes. So it goes. Yeah, like it's it, it, aside. We don't see her that much. So I'm like, oh wow, like yeah, I can see you. That's a hit. Taylor Swift, asexual. <laughs> yes, Ace Taylor. Ace Taylor. Oh, Ace Law. Ace Law. Anyway, is Speak Now. So I don't know whether to say the album in general or specifically Taylor's version, but I, I think just Speak Now as an album, as regardless a, yeah. of the version, is exactly. it getting in? So quality, I think it 100% has oh, quality. Absolutely. Yes. Does it slay? It has some slay moments. It has moments. some slay moments, but I wouldn't. It's not like. Uh, 1989 Slay. No. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I, I think, like, mine and Spock's Fly Slay. <laughs> mm. Um, what if the other... <laughs> oh, I didn't even get... I thought we were, I thought we were off book now. Quality. Yeah, it's, like, been eight months or something. I still don't know still every, It's so funny. Every time I get... Where the fuck is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck? Every time I get it up, I've got <laughs> gatekeeping, and then it's got the five um, <laughs> dot points, and then underneath, it just says... Real Housewives of Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) Delete that. Um, So who knows? Real Housewives Uh, of Sydney. Um, Does it benefit the queer agenda? um, I don't think Taylor Swift, especially this era of Taylor Swift. Well, obviously me being, you know, setting gay rights forward. But I don't think Taylor Swift has benefited the queer agenda too much, especially in this album. You need to calm down. You're being I do. too loud. Step on his couch. You need to calm down. I see you over there. I need Stop it. <laughs> um, so we'll say a, a, a maybe. Mm. Is it a classic? Well. It is. Yeah. It simply was is. Was I gagged? Um, I wasn't gagged with this re-release. I was definitely not. Yeah. I was kind of like... Ooh. Oh. <laughs> but you know I think something like Dear John I'm I'm always going to be gagged by that yeah. and I think it's like so important for her, her evolution as an artist then, yeah. yeah so I think we should let it in speak now original version you can come on through speak now Taylor's version speak now Taylor's version you're on probation <laughs> wow, is this our first yes, no? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, um, so we've been the archer and the prey. Exactly. This episode. Wow. Um, thank you so much for listening. Please leave us a review on, um, what is it called? Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcast, Spotify. I don't know if you can leave reviews on Spotify. You can't. Oh, no, you, you can't. Look, no. Oh, no. You can't? Okay. Yeah. Well, don't. But you can leave a star rating. Oh, we'll leave a star rating. Yeah. Four. <laughs> four. Four. Someone um, give us a one star rating and I'll be having words with them. 
Who? Well, I don't know. Oh, we'll be having words. I'll be them. having words. It's for homophobic reasons, probably. Of course. Um, if you're still listening, one week warning. Well, yeah, one week warning to watch all the Mission Impossible movies because we're talking about that next week, and I'm so excited. And today, I'm going to see the new Mission Impossible. And I'm probably going to go home and watch Mission Impossible too. So I've been waiting for this day since 2018 when Mission Impossible Six came out. I was okay. like, when's the next one coming out? I'm so excited. <laughs> Oh. Very exciting. Um, get on the cruise train, everyone. Oh, yeah, the yeah. cruise ship, if you will. Um, yeah, big episode next week, so... Can't wait. Tune in, eh? Tune in. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye! Bye.